Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I'm really deep diving into those rare aura color combos, the one I, I rarely see. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. And I'm feeling great today. That's good. Yeah, I just got my Wawa coffee. Yeah. And a haircut. Okay. And I just, you know, <laughs> speaking of haircuts. Okay. So, uh, I, all right. Can I tell the story? Okay. Are you sure you want to talk about the rare aura colors first or the haircut no, story? Cause it, no. All right. If you want to fast forward the haircut story, go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, the back of my head had a piece missing, the okay. hair. There, it was a triangle uh, wedge that was missing in the back of my head. So when I went in to get a haircut today, everyone kind of was like, whoa, what the heck happened to you? Um, so basically, you kind of, I guess you call it, manscape me a little bit well you asked me you're like hey can you trim me up right and we have like a tool for that and i i don't know what happened i just went to clean the back of your neck up like with the i don't know the shaver thing and it just i don't know so you kind of zizzed it i zizzed it up and it was like it, it was like way too short in the back like it was above your ears and i didn't know what to do so like the choice was all right, continue on this line where it's like the end of your hair is like way above your ears right. or like just let it stay in the triangle. And so I let it stay in the triangle. That's funny. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> uh, here's the thing though. Now, I'm, now you've done this to me before, by the way. Okay. You know, you, you, some, well, I think one time you took off an eyebrow. I don't have a steady hand. <laughs> no, once I made like your sideburn really short, like yeah. above your ear. Right. Remember? And like, because yeah. you wear glasses, so it was even above your glasses, like the where the glasses sit on your ear, and that was bad. Yeah, that was real bad. That was bad. The eyebrow, yes. Yeah. That's happened. And, and here's the thing. Now, I, you know, <laughs> you're doing this behind me. If you're doing my eyebrows, I usually keep my eyes closed. But what happens is <laughs> there's this very eerie silence. <laughs> And you could hear like a pin drop on the floor. The air goes like really you know, dead. You feel it. You feel you it. You feel and that I, I screwed up. And I go, you know, so I'm, I'm sitting there. She's working in the back. And I, you know, I turn around. And I'm like, all right, what's wrong? What'd you do? And you're like, oh, nothing. Oh, okay. no, nothing. You're great. Okay, you're done. You're no, done yeah. now. You're like, oh, it's good. You're yeah. good. And you're okay. It's weird because I saw this massive chunk of hair <laughs> fall onto my lap. And she's still claiming, this is Kel over there, is still claiming nothing happened. Yeah. Everything's fine. You're good. You're good. And she's, you know, fine. She leaves. You know, I brush my teeth, whatever. But then I go and I look in the mirror. And it's hard because, you know, it's the back of my head. And I'm like, wait a second. And I see that triangle. I see that missing piece. And I see like one side's longer than the other. And of course, then I get this, you know, you probably do my voice better. The screams that I do when you always make fun of my voice. Megan. And then the kids came in. One at a time, and you're like, I'm like, you're like, Brie, what's wrong with the back of my head? And you're like, and she's like, well, it's a triangle. And then even Abby, our little one, is like, there's a triangle there. <laughs> so, yes. anyway, so they had a hard time cleaning it up. It's very short, your yeah, hair. Right go, now. Mil- your hair is like, very short. Yeah, they had to go military style. In yeah, the back. You, it's very, it's like a brush burn. Brush burn cut, whatever, yeah. But it yeah, looks better. It looks I'm, great. Yeah, now it looks fine. It's very short. But they were all wondering what had <laughs> like happened. What happened? I, you know, I didn't even think it was that bad. Like, I guess I just slipped. I slipped it on the back of your head. I just was like, I went crazy. I don't know. Like, it just went, got away from me. Yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. It happens. All right. Well, it'll happen again. It was a big deal. But this means this kind of is like indicative of something that we wanted to talk about because then it's just like a little. Like a little window into our marriage life. Um, at night, 
I was making lunches for the kids. And I said like twice, I'm like, okay, I'm making lunches. It's like my little spot on the counter. By the way, I don't like making lunches. It's like the mom duty I'm not into, but you know, you have to do it. So I'm, I have everything set up to make lunches. And I said it twice. And then at that moment, all of a sudden you come over and like, that's where, you know, the drawer is to pull out the knives and the cutting board and stuff. So you start making an apple, like cutting up an apple and you're just like, excuse me, let me get that nut. You know, and I'm moving. I'm like, okay. And then you're like, excuse me, let me get the cutting board. I was like, okay. And then I just, I didn't say anything at all. Actually, I just stepped to the side. That's all I did. I stepped to the side and I was going to stand there and wait till you were finished. And all of a sudden you're like, piss off. (laughs) I, can make my apple if I want to. Okay. And I said, I didn't say anything. I said nothing. I made no face. I just simply stepped to the side until you were done. Right. Which brought us to, and you all can decide if it counts, what we're about to talk about. All right. Well, first, let's clarify a few things just okay. so everybody's on the same page. Okay, and, okay. You know, it's not skewed in your favor. <laughs> That's what happened. You know, we, but okay. I did poll it one time, and it's a, and it does say 89% of all listeners side with Mr. <laughs> Michaela, no matter what. 89. But okay, 89%, so you have your, no you have your percentage. I have 11. Yeah, 11%. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So for, first of all, I need – okay. So the apple thing, you know, it was getting late. I have to have that apple. Yeah. I truly believe if I have that apple every day and I put it with some honey, <laughs> then I will this? not get COVID. He feels – by the way, everybody – Scott has the cure for you. Yeah. If you have an apple dipped in honey every night, you won't get COVID. Like right. he swears by this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and, I've, and I've had all my shots and everything. Too. Yes. And okay. he's vaccinated. Okay. He's just, not crazy. Just it's just, for, this is his extra thing. Yes. Okay. For full disclosure, I've had my two shots. <laughs> oh, the, the Pfizer or whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway. All right. So I have to have this apple every day. And. Well, and first, I did not, and I asked Bree, did I say piss off? And Bree claims I did not. No, she said she did. Oh, I did? She yes. said I did? Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's the other thing with you. Like, you forget things. You forget things. And because Bree was there, witnessed it, and you claimed you didn't say piss off. And okay. then Bree's like, listen, you did. Okay. So this brings us to our point. The point now is that when we have an argument, because I guess, you know, you've always been incredible at reading energy, and I'm getting a little bit better at reading energy. And we're married so long. Yeah. That it's kind of like the movie Minority Report with Tom right. Cruise. Oh, now, yeah. if you haven't seen the movie, right. ba- basically, you, you probably could explain it better. So the movie Minority Report is definitely worth a watch um, <laughs> because half, <laughs> I don't, I don't the, know about that, but, half yeah. the movie takes place in the future. And yeah. then it's like they just drop it. And the other half, it looks normal. It's almost right. like they blew their budget on future stuff the first hour. And then the second hour, they did it. Anyways, so that's just my own observation. But anyways, the premise of the movie is... In the future, there's these bunch of floating psychics in a pool. And <laughs> this is true. And when they have a premonition of a murder that's going to happen, it alerts the system. And then the system will arrest the perpetrators before they commit the crime. Right. And in that justice system, based on the floating psychics... And their premonitions, like, you are guilty before you killed anybody because the premonition showed that you did. Right. And they call it minority report or whatever or something. But then there's, like, the whole movie is about somebody's, like, messing with it. But anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, so basically we're just riffing off that one part that are you guilty even though you didn't say anything. Like, so I knew exactly what Mystic Michaela was thinking. Like, you knew I was annoyed. Right. 
And I felt, you know, I had to get the apple so I don't get the COVID. Right. And so then, you know, is she guilty there? That's so, the question. Yeah, so that's, that's the, the debate. Like I did state I was making lunches twice. It is 9.30 p.m. I'm a little tired. I'm like, okay, I'm making lunches. And then that exact moment, you just start like, oh, can I, I'm going to get a knife. Excuse me. Excuse me here. Just, just, and it moves me away from my station. And I just took a big, yes, I did. I took a big side step to the left and I'm like, okay. I didn't even say it. I didn't even say that. I just waited. And then you're just like, piss off. I can get my apple if I want to. And I, and then we had like a little, not a fight, but I guess a fight. We were like, oh, you know, you're not allowed to be mad at me if I didn't say it, just because you know what I'm thinking. Like I didn't deny I was annoyed. Right. And in my head, there were lots of annoyed thoughts going on, but I said nothing and I made no faces or noises or anything. And I was going to let it go after and just move on with life. And the whole thing is, can you be mad at somebody <laughs> if you know what they're thinking, but they don't act on it? Can you? Minority report. All right. So you'll, I don't know, the people figure out, guys, we'll do a story or something. You, yeah. you guys decide. Telepathic fights. All right. This is what I think for the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Let, I think we just call this whole thing a wash. You okay. made a triangle in my hair. It's true. You're right. And I didn't get annoyed by that. Okay. I tried to cut my apple so I wouldn't get COVID. Okay. And I got annoyed by that, even though you didn't say anything. So I think the whole thing's a wash. That you could we, forgive me for yeah. triangulating your hair. Yeah. It was, you know, I don't even really care about sorry those about things that. anymore. You know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> I'm so super I had to sorry. Try. I'm sorry you had to wear a hat for like a week. I yeah. feel really bad about it. I know. <laughs> All right. All right. We have a couple ads. Right. But then when we come back, we're going to be talking about Lou LaRoe, the, mm-hmm. the special on Amazon Prime, and rare aura combinations. Yeah, because they have some funky auras. All right. Let's, let's talk about that. But first, my closet, when I walk into it... It's evolved. You know, I think all of us have tastes and styles that evolve with us. Well, you know, the feeling when you stumble upon that piece of clothing that's just so perfect for you, you didn't even know that's what you needed, but now you can't live without it. Well, that's how you're going to feel when using the new Stitch Fix Freestyle. So introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle. This is a shop that's built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try on a new one, at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop hundreds of brands personalized to your size and fit with styles for workouts, to workwear, for lounging around the house, for a night out on the town. Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for any occasion. And you know, they're personalized to your size, your style, what you need now, what suits you, what suits your lifestyle, how you've evolved. Plus, there's no subscription required and they offer free shipping returns and exchanges. So get started today. Get your closet looking more reflective of who you are right now by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash KYA. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA to try Stitch Fix Freestyle. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA. You were born to create. You were born to evolve. You were born to keep learning new things. You know, with Skillshare, this is something that can happen in your life 
today, now. We never stop needing that experience, that context in which to learn. I currently am taking the Skillshare class, Finding Fulfillment, Using Pivots to Power Your Creative Career. It's with Emma Gannon. She's an author, a broadcaster, a podcast host. I love it. I'm getting new insights, little catalysts that make me think differently. Skillshare has so many topics that appeal to me, you know, whether you're a dabbler or a pro, a hobbyist or a master, you are creative. So discover what you can make with classes for every skill level. You can experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life, designed for things that matter and speak to you. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to in-person, those pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. And I'll tell you, just having kids, kids love Skillshare. There's so many different things on there from learning how to letter to using different technology. I mean, it's amazing the things that your kids will even find in the many, many classes they have available. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash KYA and get a one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash KYA. All right. Hey guys, we're back. Um, we didn't really go anywhere. We didn't but... go anywhere. We were just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so Amazon Prime, which, you know, they're a delivery service. You get free delivery if you sign up. <laughs> Not an ad, by the way. But they had actually a decent show. Usually they have like nothing on there. It's true. But actually we find a couple that we Sometimes, like. Sometimes. Actually, know? oh, we never talked about that one, that marathon. Yeah, that, 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 we that should, was we should a talk great about documentary. That. Not today, but yeah, okay. we should. All right. All right. But they did have a, a new <laughs> documentary on LuLaRoe. The uh, mostly the leggings company, their clothing company, yeah, uh, but mostly sold leggings. That's what got them famous, I guess, yeah. in around 2016. And it was like a crazy kind of cult type atmosphere that this company created. That's what they say, yeah, yeah, much different than us. We're a jovial cult, <laughs> jovial cult, cult. <laughs> We're jo- added a jovial cult too. Um, but all right, take it away, Megan. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you listen. I know some of you might be wearing those LuLaRoe leggings right now. I am. <laughs> so, and I just have a quick bone to pick with you, Scott. I always wanted the spider LuLaRoe leggings. Like on Halloween, they had these like spider ones and you wouldn't let me get them because you said it looks like something we would put like our toddlers in at the time. And look, <laughs> you I, wouldn't let me. At that time. <laughs> everyone was wearing them. Everyone was wearing them. I knew something was like fishy about this company. You did. You know, I did a little research at the time back in 2016. Right. And I, you know, I put my foot down. I said, there is no way <laughs> that you are going to buy these, work for them. It's like, well, it, I didn't it, want to work it, for them. I no, just wanted, I all I wanted were spider leggings. Well, once you buy, once you buy something, then they try to get you to, to work for them and make a team. That's what you said. Yeah. All that stuff. And so, it seems like that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to a party or you go to like a Facebook watch party or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, and I like just like refuse. I'm like, there's no way. But it was doing crazy because like I think we all listen. If you're in this world, you know what MLMs are, and there's so many. And a lot of our, the people that we know in our in our lives and our circles get involved with them. And some of them like aren't great. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 pushing something at you, and you'll just buy a little thing to be supportive. But other than that, you really don't care. You know, these were different. It was like feverish. Like people were actually purchasing the merchandise and that's the thing with mlms like usually like they don't they 
never sell anything. They're just trying to get you to be a salesperson. Well, really in the beginning, like people couldn't get enough of these leggings. So it was a little bit confusing at first. Well, anyways, if you watch the documentary, you find out that that's exactly what happened. It actually was making people a lot of money, but that's the thing with these pyramid schemes is the people on top make a lot of money, but then they make more money eventually getting other salespeople. And then what happens is all the salespeople that put in all this money as an investment, you know, lose out in the end. And it really sucks for them and and people that, you know, had a dream and they just lost everything. And then that part's really hard, you know, to, I guess, just watch people struggle like that. But the reason why we're talking about it is because Deanne and Mark, who are the founders of the company, and if you watch, if you watch the documentary, they're really like different. They're a little colorful. They're over the top people. And they both have rare aura colors and they're married. So I'm like, how crazy is that? And that's where we got this idea for this episode. Cause I'm like, they both have rare aura colors. And so Deanne, so what I think is interesting about Deanne is that her aura actually looks like the LuLaRoe logo. And if you go and Google it, like it's like a square with like all these rainbow colors kind of going in. She's okay. So she has, I told you so yellow, which is if you listen to bonus episode two, where I talk about all the shades, I told you so yellow is like a very dark, bright, sunflowery type yellow, where when somebody has not so great intentions, they can infuse that with this refusal to see reality. So it's kind of like, I hear what you're saying. So if somebody was like, hey, I didn't make money in this business or I'm doing this and it's not working like you said it would. Oh no, you're wrong. I'm right. This is what's really happening. Let me retell you reality as I accept it. And anybody that agrees with her reality is in the circle. And anybody that doesn't agree with her reality is outside the circle. But it's a very stiff, um, one-sided, one-perspective reality. And that's her I told you so yellow. But then... She has orange. I rarely see orange on people. If I see orange on people, it's for a minute, like a time in their life. It's not a negative color. Sometimes it's more like a, a charged up color because they they need to like power themselves through. It's a lot of motivation with that color. And Donald Trump was very orange. He's very orange, but I'll see it. He wears it all the time though. And But I'll see it kind of on people who are going, like I said, going through something or trying to kickstart their life in some way. Orange is on her. It's not a lot, but it's definitely there. And I feel like with her, it's, you know what? She is a hard worker. I bet she, you know, she is a hustler. Like she is somebody that pulled it together. It's just that are her intentions more about what are her intentions? You know what I mean? Like, and then she wears inauthentic pink. Wow, okay. I've never heard you. I don't think I've ever heard you say that one. Jojo Siwa used to wear an authentic oh, okay. pink. Okay. But remember, no aura colors are bad. It's the intentions you have, and then your colors, your your energy colors can kind of, I don't know, like it's a filter for how you act in them, if that makes sense. Okay. So Jojo Siwa is actually, she was wearing an authentic pink. She dropped it. And you know, that's why we see her kind of going through this whole thing. Like she's trying to take control back of her life and her image and whatnot. And I feel like she's in the midst of that. But, um, but Deanne wears inauthentic pink and she's not dropping it anytime soon. Okay. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So her, Deanne's authentic colors yeah. are yellow and orange and purple. I oh, didn't get to that. Oh, yeah. wow. So she's a, is she a try? Well, that yellow, that orange is funny. And then they were showing like pictures of her as a kid. And this is where, 
as a reader, as an empath, I feel bad for people. Okay. Because like when you, as soon as you show me your picture of you as a kid, like nobody's born this way. You know what I mean? So, I mean, obviously the girl felt like she had to survive. You know, she had to be noticed. She had to be seen. She had to be loved. And she found the way to do it was to be flashy, to be over the top, maybe to make a cult or something. I don't know. Like maybe that was her way or make make kind of like an environment, a very insulated, safe environment where she felt loyalty within it towards her. And it's just was trying to fill some sort of void because like when I look at her as a kid, I see more like yellow, purple, like a regular person. But when I see her as an adult, it's like this yellow and there's orange swirling through, although it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And there's like inauthentic pink and there's purple too. So pink people, authentically pink people, like I said, any aura color can be bad. Okay. Like any, what what do I mean by that? Any, anybody can have bad intentions, but I think I said that wrong. Anybody can have bad intentions, but no aura color is bad. So like you could be like a purple nasty person or a turquoise nasty person or a blue nasty person just because you're a nasty person and then you happen to be that color, okay? So anyway, so she, but I have to make a little caveat to that because pink people usually just aren't nasty. Like they aren't. Like, it, it, so it's kind of, and, and at their worst, pink people, authentically pink people are oblivious. And at their worst, they won't harm anybody, but they won't help anybody either. They're, they can be a little selfish, but not harmful in their selfishness, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And, that, and that's why I said inauthentic pink is rare. I've never, I've never actually heard you talk about it before, but I guess you said Jojo Siwa. Siwa, yeah, Siwa, she's too. an authentic okay. pink. So the thing with Deanne is she totally knows what she's doing here. You know, like when she... Is and if you watch the documentary, every time she like looked unsure, she took a sip of her drink. I, it was like a big tell. But anyways, she knew that like well, how to dance around a topic, how to say something different, how to be like, I just wanted girls to make money. It's like okay, you're just saying that. It's like a very inauthentic. Like we know what you really wanted to do, but she kind of fluffs it up. Like this is just how you work. This is just how this is. And so that's her. Am I? Did I miss anything? No, I think you, I think you got that. Pretty she's good. fascinating to me. Like, yeah. and I can see why people want to be around her. I mean, she's she's kind of magical, sparkly, all these things. It's just you think, and sometimes like when somebody's like that, they're so charismatic. You're like, oh my gosh, maybe it's contagious. Maybe there's something to her attention. And if I have that inten- attention, then I'm special too. So it attracts a certain type of person. All right. Yeah. Now what about her husband? Mark? All right. Mark is red and green together. Then they showed him as a kid, and he was really green and blue. Okay. But, and when I looked at him, like, sometimes in some of the videos, it, he was real scary. Like, on the documentary, if you watch him in some of the pictures, he's, like, like really red with green, and there's no blue. Sometimes there's a little blue in there. I feel like Mark, and when I see somebody who's red and green, and, and the red is, I feel, inauthentic to him, and he was probably a green-blue kid that with the red came in, I feel like he has a lot of insecurity about his ability to lead people. Now, Deanne is like a natural leader. Like that's not hard for her. I feel like Mark struggles with that a little bit. And so when he's questioned in any sort of way, he'll snap, which is honestly a sign of insecurity, which I'll see with inauthentic red. Authentically red people, you can question them 
And they love it. They're like, oh, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation about that. Let me hear your side. Let me tell you your side. I'm not going to back down, but I'll listen. You know, that's like kind of an authentic red person. If you're wearing an authentic red and somebody is like, hey, these numbers don't add up. Well, that's, you know, snap, snap, snap. So when I see somebody who's green wearing an authentic red, they oftentimes snap when they feel questioned. Mm, so, okay. but I mean, he has blue. It's just very, very, very suppressed. Okay. You know, when they were talking about the kids, though, they're, they felt a little warmer. A little warmer? Yeah. What, what, about, what about each other? Do you feel like they are really like in love or <laughs> are they partners in crime here? That's so funny. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, sometimes Deanne would like tell him to stop talking or take yeah. over. Yes. So you can tell she was like kind of covering from because a little bit. Because he's insecure. Yeah. Yeah, she knows where his weaknesses are. So do you think like in private, like, and do they get along? Do you think, or do they, it's more business. What do you Deanne, think? Deanne to me feels like she runs that show, even though, you know, it's interesting because they talk a lot about being Mormon and they were giving a lot of the women, oh, traditional values. And this is what you should do to keep a man. And this is what you should do to get your money from your husband. Like really very out of date, old school, not so nice things to say to women that you're supposed to be empowering. And what's funny is I don't think she does any of that crap. I think that out of the two of them, she tells him what to do, what we're doing today. And I feel like she would throw him under the bus in a second, like financially or in court or something like that. Like, well, you know, Mark, that Mark handles that. Mark (laughs) takes care of that. That's Mark's deal. That's what Mark does. Do you feel that Mark would throw her under the bus? I don't think so. Okay. That's I don't think so. I so I feel like honestly, as far as marriage goes, I feel like they're in it, in it forever. You know, love. Right. I think what what do we what do you call that? Dedication. Yeah. My other my other question for you is, do you think? Okay, so obviously obviously this was a pyramid scheme, uh, a scam. You know, a scam, ML, M marketing, whatever, mar- multi level marketing. Yeah. Uh, pyramid scheme. Do you think? In the, in the documentary, they're very convincing that they weren't doing that. They're very convincing that they were just – they were giving you a product to sell. Yeah. You know, you, you buy it for X amount of dollars and you sell it for yeah. X amount of dollars. Right. Do you think that they truly believe that or do you think, you know, when the cameras are off and they're sitting – again, they're alone at home or whatever, they're like, oh, we're, we're running an MLM here. We're running a, a pyramid scheme. I think like – our mistake sometimes as people who aren't in a situation is thinking things are very black and white. I think like when I look at them and they're in this situation, I feel like they really felt not like, I feel like, how do I put this? I feel like, and they, then they maintain it's not a pyramid scheme and all this stuff didn't happen. And and all this stuff was above board or whatever. So I don't know like where it stands like legally or whatever. But I feel like between the two of them, there's both. I feel like on the surface and the way that their auras are, on the surface, it's kind of like that I told you so yellow. Like this is how it is. And I'm sticking to the front. I'm sticking to the surface. And then underneath that, when the reality happens is that, listen, a lot of people lost a lot of things doing exactly what you said and, and and getting completely different results and you're not validating their experiences, she's going to say, no, they just didn't work hard enough or that's not what happened or something else happened. Now, so I feel like she is at this point where she and he too, they believe themselves and they believe their own spiel because they don't allow for other perspectives to enter their reality. 
Okay, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. And, and one thing they were obviously incredible at doing was getting people to you know basically listen to them to do yeah. whatever they wanted to devote all their time and energy to these two people. Yeah, that fascinated Th- you. That fascinated me because there was a scene in there where like this whole group of I don't know if they, maybe they're called salespeople. I don't know what they they called them were just overjoyed when they were able to produce a number for these two people to say, hey, we sold, you know, 2,000, we signed up 2,000 new people today. Look at us. Are, are, you, know, are you proud of us? Are you, are proud, you proud of, of us? us? Yeah, and they really were looking for such incredible yeah. validation. The currency was that. From these two people who yeah. obviously have these, you know, kind of whacked out aura color combos. <laughs> um, it, w- it was fascinating to me. Because then you were like, after we watched it, you were like, if the, like all these people spend all this energy into making like Deanne and Mark loaded. Right. You know, like all these people, like there was a whole company that was dedicated to making this couple loaded. Right. And it, that would have been fine if they were giving back to the people what they promised which is your own business and you can stay at home with your kids and be debt free. Like if there if that if the mutual wasn't present yeah, the exchange, eventually the exchange, the exchange stopped. Yeah. It maybe it was like that at the beginning but then it stopped because they they didn't stop it the growth and they were just and then you know at that point it was never about all these people it was about just them two getting by cuz yeah. cuz a, a like a moral couple would have stopped the company and been like oh wait a second we're at capacity here. Like this is as much as we can do without screwing people over who enter now on board or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, no. I know what you mean. Like you're yeah. saying like if you if all these people took energy and put it towards like themselves in a different way. Yeah. Like it, but they thought they were putting it towards themselves because they thought it was their own business they or thought whatever. So, but but you're thinking like if you put that towards like education or just like your body yeah. or health or relationships or meditating or like Anything. Anything. Can you imagine what you could get out of it? Yeah. No, I mean, it is fascinating to me ever, you know, since we started this with all the the energy work and everything. And it really does fascinate me how easily people give away their energy to other people. Yeah. You know, of course, you you know, you have to, you know, you have family and friends, you want to help, whatever. But people give away their energy like so frivolously. Yeah. Um, like, who are you giving it to? Yeah, you got to, like, in the, you ask know, yourself, of, yeah. who am I giving this energy to? Right. You know, right. and what am I getting back? And what are you getting back in return? And exactly. if it's, and sometimes, like, if you, like, let's say you're a teacher and you're giving all this energy to your classroom of, like, little first graders, are those little first graders, like, you are getting it back because you're paying it forward to the greater good. So, right. in a way, that is getting it back. Yes, definitely. So, I just want to put that out there because sometimes you don't, um, you know, you don't always get, the payback from the person you give it to, you get it from a different place because you're always giving it to the universe. But if you're just throwing it down an empty well, you're never going to get it back. And I think that's what you're trying to say. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. I'm also trying to say that I did watch this season of Beverly Hills Housewives and I lost (laughs) an hour of energy every Wednesday, I think Wednesday night it comes out, to that cause. I think Kathy Hilton has grown on you I do like Kathy Hilton. (laughs) But all the rest of the cast, Another pink. I think I don't really care for. But anyway, all right. We are going to do a couple ads. But when we come back, we're going to do other rare uh, aura combos. I think we're going to start with green and yellow. Yeah, we're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. You might have heard of her in the news. 
when I go to the gym and I do my yoga or whatever I do there, like I want to make sure I look put together, that I feel confident. Um, you know, and Girlfriend Collective has clothes that you feel your best in no matter what you're doing, even going to the store or sitting on your couch, whatever. They have the look that's right for you. Girlfriend Collective is sustainable. It's ethically made activewear for everyone. They make cute and comfortable bras. Oh my gosh, the bras. Like such support. Really nice. Leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits, and more. And their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. Whether you're just working out or running errands or doing nothing at all, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. Their best-selling leggings are squat-proof very important, come with pockets, also super important, and have different levels of support, whether you need compression or comfort. They use recycled materials to make their clothing and their shipping is 100% recyclable. I like to feel ethical. I like to feel like I'm helping. I like to feel I'm putting my energy and my money in a place that gives back and cares, and they sure do. And Girlfriend Collective also has a garment take-back program called Regirlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, you can send them back to be upcycled into new girlfriend gear. So join the collective today. For listeners of the show, such a deal, such a deal. Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of 100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash KYA. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash KYA. That's girlfriend.com slash KYA. We are finally hearing people talk openly and vulnerably and positively about honoring your mental health. But many people are struggling right now and they're not feeling like they're normal selves. Well, better help can help. Therapy helps. And it doesn't have to be just sitting around talking about your feelings. <laughs> what is therapy? It's whatever you need it or want it to be. You can privately talk to someone if you feel like you're not dealing well with stress or you're having relationship issues. Whatever you need. You don't have to be ashamed of normal human struggles and you can just start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on the camera if you don't want to. I always talk to my therapist. We have phone calls and I feel like I know her. It's very comfortable. It's very easy. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but we always figure it out together and it's helpful. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Know Your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash KYA. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. All right, we're back again. We went a further distance this time. <laughs> we went slightly farther away from the microphones. Yes, I went to the fridge, got a glass of water. <laughs> Do you still keep that uh, $5.25 in your pocket Oh, and your Nike sneakers? Wow. That's like a... <laughs> yeah. Well, you were a member of Heaven's Gate. Yeah, I know, but I was like, I wonder who's going to get that. <laughs> oh, from the podcast. Yeah, early, who's going to remember episode that episode? That someone will, someone will. <laughs> All right. Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. Here we go. All All right. right. Our next combo is green and yellow. Yeah. So I want to talk about green and yellow and combine it with Elizabeth Holmes. You might know her. I mean, there's been a couple documentaries about her. What is it? Theranos? Theranos? Theranos. Theranos? Theranos? (laughs) 
going to say or. it wrong, you guys. Potato, <laughs> potato. We'll call it, I don't, people are going to get annoyed if I say it wrong. So I'm going to, like, it's 50 50 right now. All right. So I'm going with Theranos. And I'm going to go with Theranos. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, so who is she? If you didn't watch it, and I highly recommend not just the LuLaRoe documentary, but like the uh, Theranos documentary. I think there's one on HBO, but I thought there was like another one too. I don't know. There might be two. There's a movie coming out about it. I think Jennifer Lawrence is playing her. So there's, and, and her trial's coming up. So it's going to be a lot of this in the news, but she has a green and yellow aura. Now you might know she's got like these big eyes and she has like, um, she talks really low like that. <laughs> but like, then they found out it was a total farce. Cause like people that know her was like, what is that voice? And she was like obsessed with Steve jobs. Like she would always wear like black, her whole closet was like black turtlenecks and, and black pants and people. And, and she was like, the big thing is she became like nine, she was like 19 years old this American businesswoman. She was the founder and chief executive of Theranos, which is like just a now defunct like health technology company. And it just soared in valuation after the company claimed to have revolutionized blood testing by developing this like method where you get one single fingerprint in this little thing that looked like a little fax machine. Like you'd put a single fingerprint of your blood in it and it could run thousands of tests and find all sorts of things that you would normally need tons of blood for. And I think like CVS got involved or Walgreens, one of them got, one of those pharmacies got involved and they're like, this is a great idea. We'll have one. Everybody is going to rep. And it was a great idea. It was like, what, what a wonderful thing. We could just give one drop of blood and you could find any disease or cancer or anything like right off the bat. And People like just poured money into it. And she became the youngest and wealthiest self-made billionaire in America based on this like 9 billion valuation of her company. But then the very next year, because these things rise and fall fast, um, basically there was like all these potential fraud and alleged this and that. And the whole thing fell to nothing. And she became one of the world's most disappointing leaders on Fortune magazine. And basically the machine didn't work. <laughs> like it was just a lie. Like So anyway, so... All of that. When I look at Elizabeth Holmes, she has a green and yellow aura. I don't see any blue. And that's so rare. And those are her authentic colors. Yeah. She's green and yellow. I probably need to see a picture of her as a kid. Right. But when I see her, she's green and yellow. It's kind of creepy. And I feel like we all, even if you can't see aura colors, you can tell if somebody's off. Like even with Deanne, like you could tell there's something. What is that? She looks like fun, but also scary. But like, and then... Elizabeth Holmes, it's like, you're scaring me. Maybe you are smart, you know, like that. Maybe you are a genius. Like you're so, and I think she is a genius at duping people. Yeah. You I, know, I mean, the thing that <laughs> Deanne and her have in common is people follow them. Yes. People they believe, are captivated. They be, when you believe yourself, yeah. here's the thing whether you're right or wrong, if you believe yourself, you, people want that. People read that energy. And I'll tell you, and I had to learn this the hard way doing readings. This is a little side note, but I think a lot of you know somebody like this and it's interesting. When I do readings now, and this, like, I always evolve. I'll always tell you how I evolve. You know, I'm growing and evolving. Spirit clarifies for, you know, I'm human, right? So what I realized is that when I would read somebody, usually this is like somebody you give me a picture of or whatever. A big red flag is if I uh, go into their energy and they don't feel like they have anything wrong with them. I'm a great husband. I'm a great father. I'm a great sister. I'm a great, you know, mom. I'm, if they think they're 1000% great and I walk into that energy, it can trick me. 
And it can trick all of you if you know somebody like this because they really, really feel like they're amazing and they have no doubts in their mind that they're not. And that's not normal. The normal person that I read, normal, like 99% of the people in the whole world, it's, just think about yourself right now. And all like you're going to go to all the things that you don't think are good about you. Oh, I'm screwing up at home. Or I'm not, I, didn't do, I didn't hug my kid enough today. Or, oh, I should do this more. Do that more. I'm not, that's actually normal and indicative of a person that is more stable and actually indicative of somebody you can trust more because they're more self-aware. So when I re, like go into Elizabeth Holmes' energy, she thinks she's great. There's no conscience because she believes everything that she says is like perfect. Wow. And that's weird. So people follow, and Deanne's like that too. So people follow people like that because they pick up on, oh my gosh, they believe themselves. And the thing is, is are you lying if you don't think you're lying? Right, exactly. You know, like if you don't think you're lying, right? You're very believable. Yeah, truth. I mean, truth is what you believe, I guess, in a yeah. way. Yeah, and it's a vibration. Yeah. So if I say something like I'm the Queen of England and I really believe it, or like God's talking to me, and I like you know directly, like, and I really believe it, I'm a prophet now, and da 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 da. If I really believe that. People are going to pick up that she's not lying. She believes she it. Believes that it, doesn't yeah. mean it's true. It right. just means I believe it. You know. So anyway, so that took me a while to figure out, and I hope that makes sense to you. But that's what I get on her, and it's green, yellow. So there's not a lot of like, and and that's another thing. If you don't have a ton of the empath colors in you, like blue, or indigo, or purple, or turquoise. Um, the connection to other people's perspectives is gone because those are the colors that merge with other people's perspectives around you. So if you don't have that ability to kind of merge with the people around you, you're stuck in the logic, how it looks on paper situation. And, um, and then it can kind of cut off your empathy towards other people. If that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. But I, I guess she has a kid now. I guess she has a baby. So I... That I feel bad for. I yeah. mean, I know she did this, but it's, you know, I don't know. So is it possible that maybe at one time she did have a blue in there or a purple and that could come back or is it I just, don't know. it's gone? I don't know. Every time I look at her, she looks kind of... Still the green, yellow? She just looks like she's... And the thing is, is like, she looks like she's doing fine, you know? Like, I think I saw her like on the news walking into court and I was just like, man, she looks like way better than I would look. Like, I'd be a freaking mess, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, okay, walking in. Like, like it's just... And after this, I'm going for coffee. It's like, don't you well, cry at night? Like, and rip your hair out like the rest of well, us would? I don't think she does. Maybe she truly believed that those machines worked and the people that got wrong diagnoses and maybe passed and died from that, it's okay. I don't know if that I happened. Don't I don't know if that happened. Well, no, that I, yeah, in the documentary, oh, a, lot did of, that yeah, that? a lot of the people got uh, misdiagnosed. Wrong, misdiagnosed okay. And that led to, that was a big issue for me when i was watching oh it. i don't remember yeah. that part i yeah. remember just a lot of like investors and the invest well the investors lost too. a lot of money i remember that you know i felt more i felt worse for the people of that course, were taking I, the test of and course they came they out bad and they for that. had they got different results and yeah. other people it was a mess well it's like why would you put something out there that yeah. could lead people astray with their own health right. of course but um it seemed apparently i guess but from, if you based don't on Aurora, you, she doesn't care it's not it's like she doesn't think she did anything wrong. Right. Like exactly. if you really don't think I didn't do that. Yeah. That's not what happened. And and you believe that. You know, it's like some people just don't believe anyway, so I think people follow that confidence. Even if it's not well intentioned, because it's yeah. just a confidence. Okay. All right, let's go on to the next one. 
Um, this one we've talked a little bit about in the past. Chameleon green. Oh my gosh, that's I your love term. This. Chameleon green. Yes. You came up with it. Uh, what is chameleon green? I mean, we've talked about this before, but I wanted to bring it up again just because um, people are so fascinated from it. And the thing is, like, I named it chameleon green before. Like, okay, so like, you know, with the election and stuff like that, they were like, oh, these politicians are reptilian and stuff. Does chameleon green mean reptilian? It's like, no, no, I just call it that myself because their aura can change like a chameleon can change its skin to blend into, it's like their um, camouflage. So chameleon green people, and you know one, and you're thinking of them right now, (laughs) like (laughs) any social situation they go into, they become it. So it's kind of like all of a sudden they can like, they can like walk into a meeting and start schmoozing with the right people and start being like, yeah. And like every, and it's crazy. Cause like all their, you know, I think we all have like core beliefs or identities or stuff like that, but chameleon greens, they'll put those to the side for the sake of fitting in. So it's kind of like if they walk into a room and everyone's like a Patriots fan, and all of a sudden I'm a Patriots fan too. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like you grew up in New York, you know, you're a Giants fan. No, I like the Patriots. It's like, what? Like that's how you'll catch them sometimes. Or like that. And these are just very benign, not a big deal things. Or um, all of a sudden they're like hanging out with one political party and they start talking like that. And you're like, what are you talking about? That's like completely different than how you talk to me. It's like, oh, you know, like they need the blend in for, and they feel like they have to do this for survival. How they're flipping annoying in readings is that I'll get you guys and you're, you know, you're dating one of these people. And it's like, oh, like, because it's like, <laughs> like, it's like this person will be like, oh, yeah, uh, we're, we're together. But then they're kind of shady or they're not returning calls. And then you find out they're like, are talking to other people. And you're like, what the heck? Like, and then it's the same thing as kind of, if you believe it, is it a lie? Because when they're with you, their colors change so much that they are authentically a hundred percent with you and they believe what they say when they say it to you it's just when they go into another situation they're authentically whatever that is even though it's drastically different and they believe all the opposite things that they're saying to those people so it's it's kind of just like a wishy-washy shady kind of thing and usually they're not harmful except to your heart they can hurt your heart Um, If you get into business dealings with them, you're going to lose your money. You know, it's kind of like superficial wounds these people give. That's chameleon greens. And and it's, they suck. (laughs) They suck. (laughs) I actually have a question that maybe some of the listeners right now are asking themselves. Yeah. So now typically most of our audience is women. Yes. So they might be thinking, hey, wait a second. Mm. What's wrong with my significant other right now or this person I know, my husband, whatever, my friend? Are they just a red green? Are they just a green yellow? Okay, that's so, good. Yeah. So my my question is like, if you know, like, let's say, like this Elizabeth, she's green yellow. It's, it's probably not changing. We're not no. the empathy color is not coming back. That purple blue, whatever, is not coming back into go whatever. She's green yellow. How do you deal with these people? I mean, what what do you do if if you get a red green? You know, which just seems to me like a bad combo from, yeah. from what you said. You yeah, know? it's not great. That's not a combo you want to deal with day in and day out. Right. What can you? What can these po- po- people possibly do? Well, I just want to differentiate because sometimes people will be like a green blue, but then they go work somewhere and they're they're stuck as like the manager of the plant or something, right, and exactly. they're going to wear inauthentic red, and that's not the same thing. Right? I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. talking about like they are legit. No, they are like red, this green. is like when it's like there's some like they're because I think the first thing with everybody that we've talked about so far is there's this stubborn 
need to feel correct in who they are and a real aversion to self-awareness, growth, change, and personal responsibility. So what you're really dealing with is somebody who is very staunchly set in their ways and can't accept somebody else's variation of reality. You know, we all live in a different bubble. We all live in a different reality. And, And a lot of the times, I think a main characteristic of who we've talked about so far excluding chameleon greens. I'm talking about who we've talked about so far, excluding them. They will not embrace other people's reality. So how do you deal with that? What do you do? I mean, I think the advice I usually give people in a situation where they're dealing with somebody very stubborn and stuck in their ways is they can go do, you go do you, you know, like even if you're, and this is hard because if you're married to them or they're your boyfriend or girlfriend and they're stuck in their ways or their mom or your dad, it can be hard because you love them. And also you want to feel connected. And the thing is, the more that you continue to grow and take personal responsibility and do you, the the more aversion you're going to feel from them because you're going to be some sort of conduit of like knowledge and knowing and growth. And they know deep down that you see them and you'll see with the, with the combo, not with the combos that we've talked about and chameleon greens like this too. As soon as they sense you have their number, you get the boot because they, their ego is so strong at operating at maintaining exactly who they feel they need to be that they will shut out and isolate anybody who reflects to them otherwise. So the scary thing about when you're in a relationship with one of these people is that if you start calling them out, the relationship's probably over. I mean, and I don't want everybody to think like, this is my husband. Like I'm, it's not inauthentic red or inauthentic green. I'm talking about somebody that's like red, green. One of them probably is inauthentic, but it got, if you listen to the trauma episode, by the way, that's where it really comes from. Because back when I talked about, um, and aura colors and trauma, if it gets stuck on like harder in a way because of like what you've been through in life, that's going to be harder to get rid of or take away from. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like so, I'm rambling. So basically what you're saying is yeah. I'm red blue, but if like I for some reason became red green for a while. Yeah, which you have in you, the past. Yeah, you might I, oh you say really? Like here and there. Like you try. It actually it's a sad attempt. It doesn't count. Yeah. Like, I imagine, <laughs> like, you know, you're always, you always tell me like sad. it never I try to get that green in there. But sometimes you try. But it never works. It'll just kinda like pop in whenever yeah. it's on. Like I go but, sit by a lake or something. Yeah. But if I actually did become that full green, that red green, it's time for you to run. Like, I, like if you like leave one day, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's probably because I'm red green. It's, and no, it's not it's, turning it's back. It's not going to happen. It's more. It's more honestly. Forget the aura colors. It's when somebody is basically allergic to self awareness. All right. All right. I got my MIR ready for this. Okay. One. All right. People do, are fascinated with this. Star seeds. Episode 18, I did the full deep dive if you're into that. So episode 18, if you're really into the starseed stuff, go back there. But I wanted to revisit the starseed thing because it is such a rare aura color situation. Um, Okay. On... Well, let me start this way. I see starseeds my way. There's a lot of information out there. You're welcome to go down any rabbit hole you'd like to. Uh, the way that I view starseeds is I, I honestly, I try not to go down rabbit holes because I don't like to be influenced from other people's, I guess, own thoughts. I like to keep it between me and spirit, I guess. That's just how I work. And I like to keep it like 
between me and myself, like how I get the visions, how I see it. And the way I see everything is just my filters through aura colors. So some people I'll see with a rainbow aura color, it looks like a prism. That's what it looks like. It's very beautiful. And they have usually like a color they wear over it to kind of fit in. Or I'll see people with like a crystal aura and it looks like a beautiful diamond or clear quartz crystal or something like that. And and they usually have a color they wear kind of refracting on it. So like sometimes green or purple or whatever it is. That's how I see star seeds. When I see a star seed, when I see one of those two aura colors, the immediate thing that I get is their information. Not that they don't have spirit guides and stuff. It's like the rest. Okay, so the, most of us have, we have spirit guides, which are your angel messengers or whatever you want to call it, the like higher ascended master beings that kind of come and help you. When I feel starseeds, they have those too, but they also have information coming from, and I don't even know what to call it because like I said, I don't want to like, I don't want to like ascribe other people, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like I want to keep it from pure from what I get. It's other information coming from a different source. So maybe if spirit guides are more like human helpers, this would be helpers that aren't for necessarily humans or something, but they're still otherworldly high vibrational beings. And that's kind of the big vibe I get around star seeds. It's like they're being assisted and given information from other species of sources that are perhaps for other species which aren't human. <laughs> so they're definitely human, but they're closer to non-human or other life form energies. And I know that sounds nuts. All right. Heaven's gate. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So now, now what we're talking about right. star seeds, this always does come up and yeah. uh, I'm going to call this the battle of the seeds. Okay. Okay. Battle so, of the seeds. Battle of the seeds here. <laughs> Uh, and going back to Minority Report, which we started the, oh, yeah. the show off with, one is Tom Cruise, oh, who's the star of that, the other, and you're the psychic <laughs> in there, Ms. Michaela. Um, <laughs> the floating psychic. <laughs> you're the floating psychic that sees the colors <laughs> and tells people the premonitions. All right, so we have Tom Cruise versus Keanu Reeves. Okay. Now, we get this all the time. Oh, my gosh. There, I can't not tell you how many DMs that I've gotten about this, maybe four or five. Uh, no, you've gotten, like, a lot, like, tons on this. Tom Cruise... People don't seem to connect with him. They don't no. like to jive with Tom Cruise. I like that. Keanu Reeves, everyone loves him. He's like, yeah. you know, the star of the show. Yeah. All right. What's the difference between Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves once and for all okay. here? I put up a graphic of like, oh, Crystal Star Seeds. And that was like Keanu was on there and Tom Cruise was on there. And let me tell you, I I just, yes. I, my, my DMs blew up. Blew up. People are not feeling Tom Cruise as a star seed. Right. They're like, wait, like they, like. We don't get it. And I get that they don't right. get it. They probably think he's like some weird green combo. He is right? a gre- he is he wears green. Okay. And he has a weird kind of green combo. Yeah. But he has crystal in him too. Now here's the thing. Okay. And I get what you're all saying. He doesn't feel super cool and like otherworldly. And he doesn't feel like and you know, there was like that voicemail or like that recording of him screaming at everybody. He's like really obviously like tense and he's really into Scientology, which is an alien thing, by the way, if you look into it. You know, and he's and God knows what happened with him and Katie Holmes. It looks bad. So, like, I think we all have kind of like this bad taste in our mouth for Tom Cruise. Here's the thing: 
star seeds, even though they're usually super duper cool and like would never hurt anybody. And they're like, you know, love and light. And they just like, they're more Keanu-esque because Keanu is like amazing. And he never like looks for any, (laughs) you know, media attention for him just being amazing. Right. You know, star seeds still are human and your ego can take over. And I feel like that happened with Tom Cruise. You know, he's like a larger than life, ridiculously huge star. And I mean, he's just, I feel like been overcome with the 3D world mm. a bit. And I think that's what we're all picking up. And whereas Keanu kind of rejects the 3D world and we see him doing that, Tom Cruise doesn't quite reject the 3D world. And it feels like it got, something happened along the way. Um Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about starseeds is we are all starseeds. It's just some of us are more removed than others. So, like, when I kind of do the starseed qualities, if you listen to episode 18, you'll be like, oh, okay. Like, sometimes, like, purples or turquoises or indigos or blues even will be like, oh, my gosh, like, that resonates. Like, all that resonates. Like, because a lot of it is, like, you don't feel like you belong here. Why do people fight? Or, like, humanity is so stupid. And, like, you know, you see kind of, like, wars and, like, the ants, uh, ant colony, like, but with people kind of, you know, metaphors going on. And um, that's a big starseed thing. And that's the thing, like we all kind of have, I think we all come from other dimensions and stuff like that. Just some are more recent and that's how I see the crystals and the rainbows. You should all see Scott's face right now. He absolutely looks like he's going to lock me away in some sort of rehab for mothers that lost their mind and don't let people make peanut butter jelly sandwiches at night. (laughs) This is what's happening. So, are you saying I'm a starseed? <laughs> no, not you. Um, except for me. Everyone else. And they're not aliens, right? I've lost it here. No. That's the thing. Like, I hate to use that word because, okay. like, as soon as you say aliens, like, like, you think of, like... Well, like, if I went to, like, if a starseed went to the doctor <laughs> and, like, the doctor took, like, you know, the stethoscope and he put it or whatever, put it in their ear or their, you know, put the thing up the nose, whatever they do. Yeah, are they yeah, going to okay. see alien parts? No. Although sometimes starseeds bodies do work a little differently um, in, in different ways. Yeah. By the way. Okay. Like they can have little. Like does the Keanu Reeves have like extra appendages or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't. That's you can yeah. go down rabbit holes yeah. with this, and there are people with answers to all your okay. questions. Mine is just honestly, I don't right. feel it would be very egocentric to think that humans are like one of the only species you can be, you know, and I think that there's other high intelligent species even more so. And, you know, we, we can merge energy from there to this, this life form on this earth plane. All right. I got a theory about Tom Cruise now with the starseed thing yeah, and being the that? alien parts. I can't really get into it. Okay. But it might be like a lack of a part or something. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. We're a little, we're, I feel like I lost a lot of listeners there. They were like, okay, this is probably not the episode to let the significant other listen to if they're not sure about this right. podcast. Keep them away from this one. <laughs> Just, shh, don't tell them about this one. Yes. This one's for you guys who ask the deep questions. And every once in a while, I got to do the deep question episode. Okay. Okay. Here go we ahead. go. Next one. <laughs> All right. We have turquoise, maybe an indigo blue. Okay. Turquoises. So turquoises, I mean, I will see 
like turquoise purples or turquoise yellows. Like I'll see you all kind of as clients and out there. And I feel like I've talked about them a bit, but I wanted to kind of get into the rare turquoise combos that I like never, ever, ever see except for like a handful of clients or whatever. So the first one would be like turquoise indigo. And I know you hate when I put indigo and blue together, but I have to, or turquoise blue, just because sometimes if you're turquoise indigo or turquoise blue, it looks the same because everything's so swirly and it's not like other aura colors. It's very swirly, like all together. Anyways, so these people are just like feelers, they're healers, they're analyzers, they're thinkers, they're mirrors. I mean, in jobs, they might be like, I mean, they could, and that's the other thing, like it's hard to pull them out of a crowd because they blend so much. So these people could be working anywhere, but I guess like the jobs that would resonate a lot with them might be like meditation instructors or energy healers, Reiki instructors, crystal healers, things like that. Um, that stuff, uh, you know, psychic readers, that type of thing. But like, they could also work at your kid's, you know, school as the secretary. Like they just fit in everywhere. So that's, it's hard to explain them. They're, they're very much, you know, it's hard when you're a turquoise because you absorb so much into other people. It's absolutely impossible to feel who you are identity wise. You can actually think other people's identity is your identity and latch onto that too much when you're not self-aware. And that's why it's great to have that other color that mm. you can kind of come in and lean on. So if you're, you know, turquoise yellow, at least you got the yellow that can kind of be like, okay, let's hang on, let's straighten this out. Or the purple even, let's straighten this out. Having blue or indigo to lean on, I mean, that's really hard yeah. because those colors themselves have a hard time differentiating like who's you're who just, you're just thinking you're every color right at that yeah, point you're thinking you're everybody yeah that's yeah i feel like every color i'm so confused and sometimes people in my dms or whatever they're like i feel like i'm every color what am i i'm like and i always say like you're probably blue but you could also be like a turquoise blue that's the other thing what about if you're turquoise green okay so turquoise green they're cool so turquoises themselves and you're all cool okay but turquoises themselves are it, it is kind of like a merge of like blue plus green. So it's like very healing, but also a little sciencey. So turquoise green together, they will usually go towards kind of like science plus healing. So plus empath plus spiritual plus whatever. So they like to kind of merge science plus people and wholeness and connecting people to the earth a lot or connecting science to spirituality somehow. I mean, and these people do exist and and they exist a lot in the science realms actually. So I'll see them as like herbalists or holistic, like anything, homeopathic doctors, aromatherapists, sound therapists, reflexologists, acupuncturists, chiropractors, again with like the crystal healers and stuff, martial arts instructors, particularly like Tai Chi or similar practices. They um, they do kind of go a little bit, they they can lean, if they're not of the Eastern culture, they can kind of lean into Eastern culture a little bit more in that they appreciate that mindset more than the Western one a lot of times. I do feel like, you know, different cultures, oh my gosh, this could be a whole other episode, different cultures embrace different, you know, it's funny because you can be born in a culture and then you're like one culture and you're an aura color, but you just want to be part of another one that's so different. So that's why sometimes if I'll see people like, you know, 
white people and they're like really into the, you know, Eastern culture. It's like, it's their aura. They kind of like, they crave that. It makes more sense to their energy or vice versa. You know, it might make sense to your energy, be more Western aligned or whatever. So anyway, so I'll see that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And do turquoises probably most of the time think they're maybe tricolored or is that, but they're really not. Yeah. They're just. Can you just be, or can you just be turquoise, or you need a, another color? There? Usually, I'll see another one. Or another if you're, tur- if you think, if you are just turquoise, there's blue in there or something. Blue. Yeah, turquoises have kind of like a floaty yeah. vibe to them. They're a little floaty. Um, you don't think they're paying attention, but they are like that a little bit. Um, they can, you know, with Abby, Abby yeah, turquoise yeah. purple. <laughs> like our daughter, our six year old's turquoise purple, and sometimes this is easier. It's easier to talk about kids, honestly. Sometimes. You know, I'll be talking to her just because I was a teacher and then I had another kid. The way I'll be like, listen, like, you know, we're doing math and try to explain it. And it looks like she didn't hear a thing. She's like (laughs) rolling her eyes. She starts talking to me in the middle about owls. Like the other day, literally, I was trying to just explain to her something. And she's like, oh, are owls like nocturnal? Like, I'm like, Abby, we were just focused, you know, like that. Yeah. And then she gets a hundred on the flipping math test at school. So she gets it. It's just, she also like, <laughs> it's just like, a, she spends time in la la land and I don't know. Uh, anyway, so that's a turquoise thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got a couple more here. Uh, then we'll wrap it up. All right. Okay. Pink, pink and blue. I've talked about pink and blue a little bit. Um, pinks in general, you know, pink, yellow. We've seen like Paris Hilton, um, you know, pink, purple, we've seen like uh, Britney Spears, you know, so like kind of pink, blue, Chrishell Strauss from Selling Sunset, Charlie D'Amelio from your favorite TikTok. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Situation. Um, Does Petro know her yet? Petro Petro Hunter? Petro Hunter? Petro Hunter, he is friends with not uh, Addison Rae. Okay. Yeah. They they met on Tinder. (laughs) So anyway, so pink blues, they're very like just sweet and calm and caring. They're kind of magical. And they can be manipulated, like all pinks, or taken for granted. Um, as a, at a, like, you know, and I talked about pinks a little bit, like, authentic pinks are just really sweet. And at their, if they're going through something, like I said, at their worst, they're just oblivious or, like, they don't hurt you or help you. So they're never, like, malicious. And that's the thing with pink people. You know, I'll see them as estheticians, actors. Oh, my gosh. Um fashion influencers, entertainers, but I had, a, I had a reading and I had to tell you guys this and she's so cool and um, she has pink in her aura and blue and I was doing this reading for this girl and I'm like, and I got to the job part and usually I can kind of figure out what you do but I'm like, I don't know, it feels like you don't work or I'm not getting like connected to work or there's something weird with work. Like I couldn't put my finger on it. It felt like she did, but it almost, but it, I didn't get that usual feeling I get with somebody like, ah, work, I got to go there. And this is what I do when I'm there. It felt like she was who she was a hundred percent of the time. And then she's like, oh, I'm a clown. <laughs> like she works as a clown and she's pink and she loves her job so much that it doesn't, feel different can you imagine going to work and and that's what i feel like i do now though but like can you imagine going to work and nothing like you're just you you're actually more of you and she's a good clown like all the kids want her and i just it was just like really magical like she says it recharges her like she could do seven parties in a day and she's fine wow you know like she loves it and because like the kids and and it's just i just got this feeling of like when she walked into a room and all the kids were just like 
Like she, she brings people into her magic. And I thought that what a gift that you can bring people into your magic. And that's why pinks are always like entertainers. Because even if you don't know them personally, they have this ability, like Selena was pink. Um, they have this ability to bring you into their magic. It's really beautiful. Yeah, all right. And you have this, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. you know, and you have this pink <laughs> blue down as a rare combo. I don't really find it all that rare because, you know, one of the OnlyFans accounts that I follow, Amish <laughs> men that wear aprons, I feel that most of them are pink blue. Okay. And, you know, I'm on that site a lot. So, all right. <laughs> so disturbing. <laughs> this is definitely not the episode anybody should listen to as a first timer. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. I should have started the episode that way. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll have to go back and put that in. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Right. I'm not think, doing well, that. Let's do one more combo. I All think right. I might be this combo now. Okay. And I never really hear you talk about it, but I think I might be the first man to be a red indigo. I see a lot of kids as red indigos. And like what happens is the indigo kind of shaves away into blue because like it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard to be a red indigo. It's like the world of extremes. But, um, Red indigos, as opposed to like red blues, uh, how do I? It's like more intense. So they're more in. They more intensely feel things to the point where they can get obsessive in their need to advocate. If that makes sense. So like, I'll see a lot of journalists, um, like relief workers, uh, people who go on missions to kind of like save or help. Like, these are the people going into, like, there was just a hurricane and all these people are homeless and it's, like, a mess. I mean, these are, like, the people running into those situations. They can't just know things are happening and not do anything. But they're constantly conflicted with this ability to see things how they are in their raw, pragmatic form, yet also feel things exactly how they are in the emotional nuance of the soul. So how do you live like that? You know, and that's why they're often busy uh, with, with activism. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to describe it, I would be like, oh, maybe it's someone who's like screaming at someone and crying at the same time. To me, it seems like such an extreme, like, you know, you're red, you're into like two extremes or something. Mm Kind of like you might want to take a nap while doing Peloton. Whoa. (laughs) You got it. Yeah. Right? That's it. You're running, you know, 50 miles an hour on the treadmill yeah. while taking a nap. Like, you're doing a red rant yep. while you're writing in your journal about your feelings. Yeah. You're doing a hey bro about <laughs> Matt James because he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> but yet you forget to say that he's topless. How much are we going to scream when we see Tyler Cameron in the audience cheering I, on Matt bro? I'm going to... Matt bro. Hey bro. Hey bro. Matt, Matt James. <laughs> hey bro. I feel that Tyler Cameron is going to be his partner <gasps> and they're going to dance together. Oh my God, they should. Yeah. Hey, bro, without their shirts on. <laughs> hey, bro, can you lead? I don't know. <laughs> like, you threw me into that. I have nothing funny to say. Yeah, all right. Hey, bro, let's win the mirror ball. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> hey, bro, let's take 100 selfies shirtless with our mirror ball, bro. All right. I think this episode's gone about six minutes too too long. Yes. And we'll, we'll end it up. You finish it up. This podcast is for you and about you. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Bye, guys.
If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.